The Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire with Tilly Storm is the only sex podcast for high-achieving leaders wanting to experience the best sex and epic relationships of their lives without dragging their partner to therapy, blaming in on their hormones, or trying things in the bedroom that don't feel authentic. I'm your host today, Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey there, my loves. Before we get into the full episode, I wanted to give a clarifying statement about two words that I kind of am using interchangeably in this episode. I was listening to the edited version of it and I'm like, wait, I think people are going to be confused if I don't make this disclaimer in the beginning. So that's why I'm doing this right now. So when it comes to attraction, feeling attraction for your partner, there's the word attraction and then there's the word connection that I tend to use interchangeably in this episode. Attraction, what I am referring to when I say that word is the physical body attraction that you have for a person. And when I use the word connection, I'm talking about the feeling of being connected to someone that can lead to attraction, more of an emotional state, right? And what I wanted to clarify is that sometimes I I tend to use these words interchangeably in the episode that's coming up. But I did want to make it very clear that in terms of attraction and connection for women in particular, attraction is almost always dependent on connection. I'll say that again. Attraction, physical body attraction is very, very commonly a very high percentage of women in order to feel attraction for someone, want to feel connected to this person before they will feel physical attraction. That is not always the case, absolutely not always the case, but I would say for the vast majority of women, that is the truth. So as you hear me go through this episode, I just wanted to make that disclaimer that sometimes I use them interchangeably, but you do understand why now? Because when I say connection, sometimes I'm, I'm referring to the majority of women who are usually requiring emotional connection of some sort before they're going to experience attraction. So with that being said, here's the episode. Welcome back to the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast. It's Tilly Storm. And today I'm answering a very common question that comes in when I get on a call with people and they wonder, is it possible to feel attracted to my partner again? Because I'm not feeling attraction for him anymore and I'm not sure what to do about it. Is it possible to get it back? Are we doomed forever? Should we just end things now? And my answer is pretty short and sweet. Have you ever been attracted to your partner before? Have you ever felt that sense of attraction? If you can answer yes, then the good news is there's hope. And if you're not sure and you're like, oh, I don't know if I've ever felt attraction for my partner before. Well, I want you to think of times when maybe there was more attraction than others, or you really did feel a sense of attraction. Has it ever happened at all in your relationship? Maybe just in the beginning it happened, but it very quickly faded. Or you could even answer this question. Have you ever liked how your partner smells? If you have a strong aversion to your partner's body scent, that's bad news bears. Okay. And the reason that I say that is because there's not much you can do about a person's physical chemistry and their pheromones. If you are really 
uh, averse to your partner's smell, then that's not a good sign because there's nothing that you can actually do about that. It's just nature's way of saying, oops, not a match, right? It's kind of like a biological thing and there's nothing you can really do about it. But a lot of people are really confused when I ask them that question because, well, of course, you probably don't like how they smell when they work out and then you smell them and their sweat is like, (laughs) right? So I don't mean like that. I mean, when your partner doesn't have any deodorants, um, no axe, no uh, essential oils, no scented things on them, like when they first get out of a shower, even the shampoo has scents in it. So when your partner is just kind of clean from scents and things like this, if you were to smell them, does their smell totally turn you off? Is it gross to you? And if your answer is yes, that is not a good sign. But if it's like, no, my partner, when they don't have stuff on, they smell fine to me and they're not like totally sweaty. That's fine. Then that's good. Because that means you don't have a biological aversion to your partner in terms of attraction, because that definitely will, the smell thing definitely will like keep you from feeling a sense of being attracted to your partner if there is a strong aversion to their natural smell. Uh, If that is not the case for you and you're fine with their smell naturally, then yes, you can feel attracted to your partner again. Now, where this gets really sticky is our thoughts and beliefs about attraction in terms of like, I did an episode on soulmates, twin flames, and sacred partnership that I find for a lot of women is really helpful to go back to that episode and to listen to the breakdown of all of that. But basically, attraction is an interesting thing because we think that based on Hollywood movies and what we hear about in society is that we're supposed to feel this sense of heart fluttering and uh, butterflies in your belly for our partner, like all of the time. And the truth is, is that that's not how it works long term, that that attraction that you feel in the beginning is actually your body's concoction of love hormones. And it kind of is in a, um, a drug induced state due to your hormones being in a heightened state for six months to about a year and a half when you get into a relationship with someone. So your body's hormonal response in the beginning is very, very different than what it will be in the long term in a relationship. But we tend to think that if that fades, if those heart flutters or butterflies in the belly fade over time, then we think that there might be something wrong. Well, why can't I feel that again? I want to feel that again. The truth is, is it's just your body's chemistry coming back into a normal state uh, where it's not on this concoction of heightened love and bonding hormones. And then it takes a little bit of work to be able to experience the kind of attraction that feels amazing to you. And by the work, what do I mean by that? Okay, I think this is where people are kind of in the dark. Even if you understand this concept of like, okay, when I first get into a relationship, of course it's going to feel magnetic. You're attracted to that, addicted to that new love energy, new relationship energy, right? And then things kind of fade. Well, what the heck do you do to feel that way again, where you look into your partner's eyes and literally electric shocks flow through your body, or you listen to them speak and you feel something enter you, you feel that connection and that magnetic 
sensation inside that just has you feeling so alive and vibrant. That feeling actually has nothing to do with your partner. And this is where it gets really tricky that we tend to take the feeling of aliveness and vibrancy inside of ourselves and we tend to project it onto our partner. And then we think it is our partner that makes us feel that way. And the truth is, is that it's not your partner who is eliciting that experience of feeling alive and turned on and attracted and magnetic and whatever it is that you're looking for. It actually has nothing to do with your partner. That that is something that you can elicit on your own. And it's actually your responsibility to have access to and to learn the tools and techniques to have access to that feeling with or without a partner, because it's not them that's doing it to you. But we all project that onto the partner. We think that it is them. That's the illusion that we tend to fall under is that in order for me to feel butterflies and bubbles in my heart and that magnetic sense of, oh my God, that aliveness, that it has to come from someone else. And if we don't feel that coming from someone else, then maybe there's something wrong. Maybe it means I'm not attracted to my partner. So what is required in order to experience that sense of aliveness and that a sense of feeling vibrant and magnetic and turned on and on fire for life, like when you are first in love with someone, is a deep connection to your sexuality, a deep connection to your sexual energy inside of you, that when it's awakened and alive, and you have the tantric practices and techniques that you can actually elicit these sensations without a partner, that it's not actually their responsibility and it doesn't even come from them, which is the mind-blowing, amazing part at the same time. So if that feels like something that isn't possible for you, I want to challenge your belief system on that. If you think that in order to feel attraction and magnetism to someone, that it is dependent on another human being, I want to challenge that frame of belief in you. Because I want you to see that the aliveness is an inner state that you feel inside. When you are a turned on woman, when you are fully awakened and aware of your sexuality, and you are in right relationship with your sexuality, your sexual energy, when it is alive and activated inside of you, you recognize you don't need a partner to feel that way. <laughs> yes, it absolutely can be magnified when you do have a partner, but it's not necessary that you can actually elicit that sense of attraction and chemistry with a partner with anyone. And I proved this to be true after I had my own 14 year long twin flame melodrama. Okay. It is one of the reasons that I dove so deep into relationships and sexuality and love 
was because I met what I think most people would consider the twin flame dynamic relationship when I was 17 years old. (laughs) And it was one of those experiences where it was such cosmic, (laughs) like everything about it was like, I have known you for lifetimes. I feel like you can read my mind. I feel like I know everything that's going on. It was telepathic. It was like everything about it was like, holy fuck, who the hell are you? That is what I tend to define as like the twin flame dynamic, but it's also extremely obsessive because you feel like you can't live without that person. It feels like you're, uh, you're incomplete without them. It feels like, holy shit, without them, my life is in shambles. I can't live without them. That I I did that. I did that for a very long time. I did it for like seven years or so. And then I started to explore that phenomenon and I went into sexuality, uh, love and relationship coaching training. And I learned what I'm teaching you right now, that the twin flame dynamic is almost always, no, I'm just going to say always, it is always trauma bonding. And it is also a catalyst to awaken that sometimes these people will come into our life where we see them, we lock eyes with them, and then we're like, holy fuck, what is this, right? That is a catalytic experience to awaken dormant kundalini energy inside of you. That is what it is. Hands down, there's no easier way to say it other than when you meet that person, you lock eyes with them, and you know that you know that you know, that is a kundalini activation experience. You don't need another person to activate Kundalini inside, but it often happens that way to catalyze the experience. And this dynamic is often extremely dramatic because there's going to be a chaser and then there's going to be one that doesn't want anything to do with the relationship. And for me, I was a chaser and he was the one who would leave and get married and then tell me a year later or he made a mistake and I was the best one for him and blah, blah, blah. I'm so sorry. Can I have you back? And then I was in marriage at the time. And then it was, you know, back and forth for so, so long. And when I started sex, love and relationship coaching training and started learning about Tantra, um, I was married to my second husband at the time. And I was like, I wonder if I could experience that level of attraction and chemistry and feeling connected to this person at will just by doing these tantric practices together. And then we learned tantra together. And then I realized that everything I thought about that previous twin flame experience wasn't actually true. I learned that you can elicit connection and attraction for anyone at will, at will, that is not someone that you might be waiting for, or someone that you're just hoping is going to come around one day and be the one for you, right? That isn't actually necessary. You can create the attraction and the connection with someone who is also willing to do it with you. The problem with my twin flame dynamic is that that person was not willing to do that with me. Even though he felt it and he acknowledged that the same things I was feeling, he was too. He wasn't willing to actually be in a relationship with me uh, over the long haul. And that's usually how those dynamics end, is that one of the two just isn't willing to do the thing. So what I learned in my second marriage 
was that you can create attraction, chemistry, and connection at will. That it doesn't take just waiting on someone to show up in order to do that. And then that marriage tragically ended. That was a whole thing that I don't like to go into just to protect him. But it was a very all of a sudden tragic ending. And it wasn't necessarily something I wanted to choose, but it just kind of had to happen the way it did. And then it took me two and a half years of relationship trauma resolution to, uh, to heal from that experience of like, holy fuck, look what I just did. I've not only had a twin flame experience that ended, uh, but, and then I was able to let go of fully and completely, thank God. Uh, but I was also able to create that same sense of feeling connected to someone simply by learning Tantra with them <laughs> and them being willing to be in relationship with me and to be open to these tools and practices to do them with me. And then um, after healing my my trauma bonding wounds around relationships and the tragic ending to the second one, um, after two and a half years, I entered partnership with my man now, Chris, who have been together three years now, over three years. And the same thing has proven true that you can create attraction for someone at will, even after that initial six month to one and a half year thing. So if you are feeling and wondering like, will I ever feel attracted to this person again? The answer absolutely is yes. If you want to, you can. And if your partner is willing to do that with you, to do the tools and practices, and almost all of them are, if they're already in a long-term committed relationship with you, then it's very, very likely. And I, I'm not saying there aren't some cases where the partner would not be willing, but if you are in a long-term marriage, for example, with someone and you have kids together, it's very likely they're going to be willing to do what it takes to show up for you and to do this with you. So you got to set aside your limiting beliefs about what your partner is willing to do for you or not. Because what I find is that a lot of women are like, oh, well, he would never do tantric practices with me. And I'm like, well, have you asked? And then like, no, not really. And I'm like, okay, well, there's your number one problem is assuming that because your partner may come across a certain way or may come across as someone who's not into woo-woo spiritual shit, that they're not going to be interested in within this with you, that's not necessarily true, that they aren't going to go deeper with you and to do uh, deeper connection and communication practices with you to create this sense of connection that you're an attraction that you're really wanting to experience, which for a lot of women, that's what they really want to have is that sense that they feel connected on a deeper level more than just the physical and more than just sexually. So if you haven't point blank asked your partner, would you be willing to? <laughs> and here's why I would love for you to be willing to. And also here's some free audio guided tantric practices we might be able to try out together. Unless you have like gone to your partner and said those things, if you have limiting beliefs around what your partner is willing to do with you, I want you to I want to challenge you around that too, because a lot of women will disqualify their man from being willing to do something that he actually is absolutely willing to do, uh, but you just haven't asked for it, or you haven't asked in a way uh, that doesn't make him feel less than, or like he's doing something wrong already, which a lot of women will approach the conversation from more of a negative space or like, 
well, you're not giving me this connection. So I need you to do Tantra with me or else, right? So obviously that's not going to work. My advice to you would be to approach it with conscious languaging, with conscious communication. Hey, honey, here's what I'm feeling and experiencing. Here's why I'm feeling and experiencing this. And here's what I would like to do instead. So that's kind of the basis of conscious communication with your partner is you just say very clearly, like, here's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like we've kind of let the connection go a little bit in our relationship. We haven't been really prioritizing our connection lately. And what I'm feeling that way, because, you know, maybe we had kids and we've been really busy with the kids and it's been a whirlwind and now they're four and five years old or something. And what I would really like to experience is getting back to us, like putting more emphasis and prioritization on our connection and our relationship again. So what I would like is to see if you would be willing to try something new with me, right? That's it. (laughs) That's it. When I tell people that they're like, holy fuck, can I like write that down and like, uh, talk to my partner? That was like, yes, please do. That's, that's how you are in a conscious communicative relationship with someone. Use a very simple framework. What is going on? Here's what I'm feeling. Here's why I'm feeling it. And here's what I would like instead. And most of the time when you approach your partner and that way, they're going to absolutely be available to meet your request because it's not an attack on them. So if you're wondering if you can feel attraction for your partner again, I want you to personally know from, well, I want you to know from my personal experience that I have been able to create soulmate, like soul to soul level connection and attraction and body to body attraction. As long as I liked how they smelled, uh, I have been able to create that several times over the course of my life at will that it didn't take a particular person. It really, mm, it makes me sad when I have women who are just really stuck on someone every now and then I'll get someone on a call who's really, really stuck on that one person. And it makes me sad because (laughs) I was that person one day a long time ago and I get it. And it's completely unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary to put yourself through that pining and that hoping and praying that one day it'll work out with that one person when there are literally millions of men that you can create that with. And probably most likely the one who's in your house, who lives with you right now, you could be creating that if you really wanted it. And I can show you how. All right, ladies, that's all I've got for this episode. I just want you to know if you have been attracted to your partner at all in the past, at some point, you absolutely can create that again. And as long as you like the way they smell or just aren't totally offended by their natural body scent, then you're okay. And we can, we can get that attraction back. So, uh, if that's something that you're interested in exploring with me, you can always book a pleasure assessment call at the link in the show notes and we can discuss more. All right, loves. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I hope you got a lot out of the episode. If you did, please leave a five-star review and rating, and I would be so grateful for that. All right. Thanks. Bye.